Chapter 33 The Statue's Message By the time the sun rose the next morning Arunmali Varmar Alvar Kadiyan and Vandiyathevan were well on their way towards Anuradhapuram traveling along the forest path for a while before stepping on to the Rajapatte that the prince hadn't opted for an escort of a few well chosen guards was a source of enormous astonishment and yet to Vandiyathevan it didn't seem as though he had ever attempted a journey as uplifting as this one to ride upon the glorious king's road shielded on both sides by majestic trees at that early hour was a fabulous experience in itself and adding to it was the pride bubbling within he had carried out the padayari princess's commission with flying colors hadn't he not to mention having fulfilled one of his life's greatest ambitions to meet the most beloved son of chodanadu the one whose valor good sense and amiable character were being praised sky high by every citizen of the country and what a meeting that had been to be sure all the fantastic tales of the prince's quirks were true it seemed hadn't he whipped his horse about in a flash and practically barged into vandyatevan sending his senses reeling this then must be the secret of arunmali varmar reaping victory after victory upon every battlefield the source of his power over every battalion his unorthodox martial strategies probably took his enemies by surprise rendering them powerless but surely his prowess in war was not the only reason for his widespread acclaim witness his behavior with his men the genuine camaraderie the concern for their well-being it wasn't a surprise that they conceived for him a slavish affection and not just the warriors either one look at the people of this conquered land and it was obvious that they practically worshiped him as well could anyone guess from the well maintained roads and towns that this was a war ravaged country ah how carefree were these people as they walked along the streets how joyous these villagers living on either side of the road looked as they went about their business not the slightest hint of terror or sorrow marred their clear faces why the happy laughter of children and the gentler softer tones of relieved women surprised him more than anything what sort of a strange prince was ponnin selvar a man who refused to confiscate food from the very mouths of the vanquished and insisted on importing grains and pulses by the shipload from his homeland memories of the parivetaria's simmering resentment and their numerous complaints to sundarachorar about the strange state of affairs surfaced in vandyatevan's mind almost despite himself comparisons between aditya karigalar's ruthless rough and ready methods and arunmali varmar's benevolent approach thrust themselves forcibly into his cogitations that he was forced to entertain such derogatory thoughts about a man who had been his master until recently was extremely distasteful and yet such comparisons were inevitable every time he happened to catch sight of a pleasant open countenance on both sides of the rajapatte towards anuradhapuram mamma dare he even imagine such a sight in the lands conquered by aditya karigalar wouldn't the terrain be ripped apart by the shrieks and howls of tormented souls all these and more inspired vandyatevan with such a desire to engage the prince in discussion upon every subject he could think of and those were numerous that he could barely control the words tripping over his tongue but alas the opportunities to indulge in such intimate conversations while riding across the countryside on a swift horse were next to none and yet one occasion did offer itself 
Vandyatevan was quick to seize it. They were almost upon the city when a huge statue of Buddha Bhagavan by the roadside caught his attention. Not by much though. He had seen simply too many such statues dotting Ilangai to be impressed. Ponni and Selvar on the other hand seemed to think differently. The sight of him suddenly reining in his horse and coming to a halt forced Vandyatevan to do the same. Arvar Kadiyan who had been trotting a little ahead of them wheeled his steed around and headed towards them. For a while Ponni and Selvar stared at the large majestic statue without blinking an eye. Adada what a beautiful work to be sure he murmured. I'm afraid I don't quite see the charm of these humongous statues. They are everywhere in this country lamented Vandyatevan. Frankly what's the point? Your speech mirrors your thoughts exactly doesn't it? The prince threw an amused glance at the Varnar warrior. A pleasing trait. One that Vallavarayar has begun to emulate only today your highness quipped Tirumalai. My companions decide my character Vaishnavite Vandyatevan rallied. Ever since I set eyes upon you in Veeranarayanapuram my powers of imagination have touched new heights but once I saw the prince honesty became my policy. The prince however was not paying attention to this war of words and appeared instead to be lost in contemplation of the divine buddha there are only two forms in the whole world i believe that encompass sculptural perfection he commented at last the buddha and natarajar the king of dance but natarajar is never fashioned along such huge proportions in our land is he some of the ancient kings of ilangai were truly great men began ponnian selvar their territories may have been small but their hearts were large and their devotion even greater this fashioning enormous statues of buddha bhagavan was their way of exhibiting the feeling that overflowed their souls and they erected enormous stupas too in honor of the religion that ruled them when i gaze upon these magnificent specimens gigantic sculptures elaborate viharams and then turn my eyes towards the tiny temples of my own land he paused and sighed my heart shrinks with humiliation the prince dismounted upon these words and walked up to the statue he gazed intently at the divine feet the padma padam for a few moments taking in the lotus buds that were placed as simple decoration then he placed his hands upon the buddha's feet touched them to his eyes in prayer and mounted his stallion as before As the tiny cavalcade proceeded slowly, Vandyatevan darted a glance, pregnant with meaning, at the Vaishnavite. Upon my word, it almost looks like His Highness might convert to Buddhism at this rate. His low words reached Arul Mori Varma, who turned a comprehensive glance upon his companions. My devotion to the great Buddha is attendant upon certain reasons, for his Padma Padam delivered a very important message. did they but not a word reached aryas with reason the communication was conducted through the medium of silence and what might this message be may we know buddha's lotus feet requested me to arrive in the vicinity of the pond near the fountain of lions in anuradhapuram confided ponnin selvar at the 12th nadigai tonight <laughs>